Comic Clan and welcome to Comics in the Cross, the greatest streamers you have never heard of. I'm back. He's back. <laughs> Nitro has been holding the fort welcome. down for about the last five weeks or so. I mean, Tried not to run the show into the ground. There we go. I think you've done a pretty amazing <laughs> job. We got some pretty sweet art streams out of it. We got some pretty great games of Among Us, which were hysterical to watch because Nitro Dude, has no hilarious. idea what he's doing. No clue. No clue. Still have no clue what I'm doing when I play that game. But, but it's okay. But we are back. I am back here. So glad to be back with all of you. I, of course, for those that don't know, I'm Cross, along with my co-host Nitro, who's up in my upper left on your screens, I believe, if I'm getting that right. And then, of course, we are not alone this week. I'm going to jump right back in with a bang as we are joined with becoming a mainstay of the channel at this point and a long-time oh, yeah. friend of the yeah. channel at this point, Dr. Baron Bell, who's up in the Dr. other Bell. corner from us. The creator I'm of the, the guest who would never leave. Hey, I'm perfectly <laughs> fine with that. We've had some great chats with Dr. Bell. If you've missed out his previous visits on the show, head over to our YouTube channel. You can go over there and catch the archives of all of our shows. We have a couple of shows with him and talking about Dominion Chapter 1 and then just geeking out on comics and art in the second one pretty much um, but he is back as the minion is about to drop chapter 2 this month chapter pretty much two. about to go down so about of course he has down. to be back yeah, on right. the show of course we have to get him back and talk about it um, good friend of the show yeah great friend of the show and thanks guys a little bit of housekeeping just before we delve into conversation of course there's a couple of little changes you'll see on the screen and in our about us section um, over on this side of our screen, from my microphone, you will see the actually little um, rotating logos over there. That's a little bit of an advertisement for some friends of ours and some fellow streamers who are either good friends of ours or, or who have helped promote the show and helped do different things. So we want to just give them a massive shout out. So um, if you want links for them, we can definitely provide those. But these are some amazing people, amazing channels. Some are here on Twitch. At least one or two are over on Facebook Gaming. Go and check them out. You will not be disappointed with the amazing content they are providing. Um, the other thing, as the logo pops up over there, you'll see a 1UP Customs logo popping up there. This is something that I'm going to... I'll be honest, I need to apologize to Nitro for this. This is my bad. I should have had this stuff up here a long time ago. 1UP Customs is Nitro's Etsy page where he creates different things. He's got um, artwork up there, he's got stickers up there, and he has recently been delving into geeky sneakers. Has been like his new passion project. I'm a sneakerhead, so I love sneakers. So, <laughs> so like he's been done a few of those and he's been um, showcasing them on Instagram for a while. And it's my bad. I totally should have had these up here, totally should have had it advertised up here for him. Um, so we actually now have a link to it if I can find it for our stores it's all not good man I appreciate the love in the chat not only is it our Teespring store but you'll also find the link to his Etsy store as well and his stuff is awesome also appreciate there the is love. a giveaway we did for um, a Batman piece is actually up there on that store as well so you can go ahead and check that out and pick it up um, and there's some information and a link also if you're on your computer and it's easy to get to the about us section you'll see a logo for one up customs you can click on that and it will take you straight there so that's that's my bad that should have been done a long time ago and i completely just thought about it while i was away i'm like oh yeah why have we not got links to that? <laughs> it's all good man i appreciate the love thanks man i no, appreciate no you sharing that phenomenal artist you deserve your stuff to be showing off that's you know we're doing it for other people like i mean for like dr bell and stuff that are coming on here so why am i not doing it for my co-host you know 
Exactly. You know, exactly. definitely. Nitro, sure. Nitro needs love too, man. Nitro needs love too. Come I on, need man. some love. Nitro needs love. Especially, love especially after the last five weeks. I think he was having panic attacks. Of like, Dude, every day. His own. Like, and he's, he's done a phenomenal <laughs> job. He really did. And so th- this is a little bit of love back for thank you for taking the show for a month. <laughs> from Absolutely. Me. Absolutely. Um, also, as well, shout out to our sponsor that is right above um, Dr. Bell Bears, Gamer Grind Co., the number one coffee for gamers. Hashtag on that grind. Let me throw the link up for them. Remember, you can go there and pick up some amazing coffee and a couple of things that are Comics in the Cross related or mug and sticker are up there as well. Just click on that link to take you there and use Comics in the Cross at checkout to save 5%. Also as well, if you are in the UK, they have lit- uh, I think it was about a month or two ago, they've opened up a distribution center in the UK for UK nice. and some of Europe. So if you're watching from there, then you can definitely enjoy um, Gamer Grind as well. All right, I think Senseless Plugging is out the road for the most part. Let's make sure we get that in. I'll probably do it again later on. But let's delve in to some conversation. So for anyone who did pre-order, did purchase, and did um, take up in Dominion, you probably will have received it. I know I did. I was very excited to get this in the mail. Most most people have gotten it um we still have some orders that are still outstanding um especially most recently uh we have a a two-man fulfillment operation so it's like yeah we it takes a little longer yeah and when dominion gets bigger then you know when i'm like disney then you you can have it like tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) but but for now it's a couple weeks between your order and the time you get it you can see some of that artwork if you guys haven't seen it before. It's beautiful art from Dr. Bell. Yes. Uh, the Thank one that you. I ordered Thank is you so the much. Special Collector's Edition, which also came signed from Dr. Bell as well. That's awesome. So, like, this is also still available for purchase if you want in the Terminus yes, it is. store. Or if you prefer mm-hmm. your comics digitally, you can also get it on Comixology now. That's right. That's right. So let me throw That's it right. We, we, we. We're, uh, we're 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 worldwide digital man worldwide digital let me throw there we go there's a links up there for terminus media and so you can head over there and check it out there is some um different versions of the comic and also as well to head there to look at purchasing chapter two because we have chapter two now which That's i'm, I'm right. excited to talk a little bit about obviously we're not going to delve too far into it we don't, you know, don't want to give away spoilers and stuff for it. You know, we don't want to give away <laughs> some of the big surprises. But I'm, I'm excited for chapter two. I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving Me the too, art. Man. Thank you, bros. Thank you. You know, this is a labor of love. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it, it's a, it's, it's validation to me from the response that I received from chapter one that makes chapter two that much more uh, vital. And, um, you know, in a couple of ways, because, you know, as you guys know, and those of you who's, who's seen me before on the show, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comic book nerd. You know what I'm saying? I'm a college professor who teaches comic book art and, and publication at Liberty University. So, you know, my head is like swimming in it all the time, you know, I, in addition to publishing Dominion. But I'm also a Christian. You know, I love Jesus and, and you know, I love the Bible and Dominion is inspired by uh, the story of uh the demise of King Saul uh, in in First Samuel, and uh, you know this is you know for me, you know, two sides of my 
whole being coming together. Yeah. It's my spirit man, which has a mission from God, <laughs> as the Blues Brothers would say. And then on the other hand, it's it's my my, my, my physical man who has the needs to tell stories, who has the needs to, of course, support my family, who has the needs to teach and all these other things. They're, they're coming together at the same time in a big collision with dominion. Mm-hmm. And it, sh- it, it shows from the, from the comments I received from comic book geeks who are not Christians at all, who just love the story because it, rem- it reminds them of Star Wars or Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. to um, to uh, people who are really trying to grow spiritually. Uh, I got a, a, a remark on Twitter the other day, and it was so gratifying because the, the, the guy was like, man, you know, this helped me uh, understand 1 Samuel 15 in a way I've never thought I oh, would. That's awesome. And so I'm like, yo, that's why we do this. This is, the, this yeah. is why we do this. I am, I am a comic book fan, but I'm also a Christian who wants to grow in my faith and spread a little bit of Jesus to this world yeah. through through whatever means whatever means necessary and this just happens to be a really good way to do it absolutely and and I can definitely understand that I mean I think I said it one of the last times you were on like reading through the comic reading through Dominion chapter 1 like in those first opening pages you know we get a glimpse into Saul and what's going on with him and mm-hmm. In those first few pages, I felt so sympathetic to what he was going through. Yeah. I can't say I've ever felt that before, <laughs> like reading that story or hearing the story or seeing versions of it. I, I can't say I've ever experienced that before, like a true sympathy for like what he was going through as a character, mm-hmm. as a person. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, but the thing is, Saul was a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I was telling um, Scott Higa, uh, Christian nerd, uh, yesterday that um we are all Saul. Mm-hmm. What whether you like it or not, we all have Saul in us. Mm-hmm. It's this um this selfishness, it's this hubris, it's this frailty that can sometimes fall prey to our worst base desires. And that's us. But Saul was a person though. He wasn't just this picture of hubris. Yeah. No, he was a person. And there is a reason why he is the way he is. And he, he does make these bad decisions. And and he, you, you will see the spiral into madness. But, you know, you're going to also see little points of reasoning why he is the way he is in the first place. And so that's the thing, you know, I... I could have easily started with David and Goliath. I mean, that's for me, you know, everyone asks me that, where is David and Goliath? Well, for me, it's like, that's low hanging fruit. Yeah. You know, for me, I want to get into the pathology of Saul's madness and how it, it had it, this ripple effect to his whole entire family. Yeah. And, you know, there will be periodic times when I do go very straight to chapter verse, like yeah. in the beginning of, of book one. Um, you know, I start out with, you can find this particular scene here in the Bible, right? Now, Dominion isn't all that, though. Dominion mm-hmm. is is inspired by, so I kind of take artistic license to go different places, like yeah. expanding Michael's character, like you're going to see in Chapter 2 and Chapter 3, 
you know, or getting delving into the queen and, and seeing her her mindset or, or getting into why um, uh, Jonathan is so hard pressed to get his dad's approval, but he's never going to get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's the fun for me as a writer is, OK, how can I um, use the source material, reference it as much as possible, use those plot points, but also you know, rock it into different realms of, of possibility for storytelling. Speaking of Michael, can you tell us a little bit more about her as character? Because I, I know you've shown her a lot of love on like Twitter and Instagram, and I'm loving the art that you've been doing. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Michael, um, now, as we, for those of you guys who, who know the story, you know that Michael is Saul's daughter. You know that she was basically given to David as a as a trophy or as a reward for defeating Goliath. Uh, and then, of course, you see her being kind of cranky and cantankerous later on in the in the biblical text. But, you know, I wanted to develop a more well-rounded character out of Michael. I wanted to give her a, a purpose and a reason for being in this story. I wanted to give her more of a story than she received in the biblical text. That's mm -hmm. why I, I went the artistic license route with her so that I could expand. Not to mention, you know, I wanted to develop characters that little girls could look up to yeah you know and so that's part of the reason why michael is now uh this kind of a, a freedom fighter uh she's basically um in the story and i'm not giving away any spoilers but michael uh she 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 has a deeper desire in life than just being a pampered princess mm -hmm. okay now as you know in, in in chapter one i established this this impending threat to dominion at, at the borders the philistine threat is rising and as Saul as saul's um men, uh, mental state declines and degrades so does dominion so dominion is inextricably tied to saul's mental state so saul is spiraling dominion is crumbling at the edges and the enemies are chomping at the bit to get in yeah. and so michael sees this threat and she, in her own way, tries to mitigate that uh, indirectly, but then finds in book two that she has to take a more direct route to save some lives. Mm -hmm. And so you're going to see her. She actually uh, is uh, has access to a lot of uh, surplus um, old decommissioned military tech. Uh, and one of those things is her dad's old armor. Dude, and it looks, um, the design of the armor, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but the design of the armor is fantastic. Because it looks like a mech, oh, but it looks like armor. I don't know how to... Yeah, let me throw this up yeah, here, it, the, the time lapse of it to show the picture, because this, this is an awesome picture of it. Like, it looks like armor. Like, it looks like physical armor that you would put on your body, mm -hmm. but it also, mm -hmm. it's a mech, right? It looks yeah, so cool. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she drives it. So if you've ever seen, like, um, I loved um, uh, Gundam. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of like that, where, you know, it has a cockpit you get in. And the thing about the Seraphim armor is that um, she has this little eyepiece. Mm -hmm. And um, when she uh, puts the thing on her eye, it just kind of fuses to her skin. It is a neural link to the armor. So oh, it, okay. it moves as she moves. Because of the fact it's encoded to her dad's DNA, only he could wield it. But because she's the daughter, mm -hmm. she has the capability to wield 
his armor uh, to, you know, uh, an interesting effect, which we'll see in book three. But um, but uh, yeah, so it, it's it's her. It's it, she kind of feels like it's her birthright to do oh, something. Yeah. Uh, and her her mom, though, to her to the queen's chagrin, queen doesn't really know a lot about the queen knows a lot, but she doesn't know to the, the effect that her daughter is marauding around dominion <laughs> trying to help people um in this way and she is not she will not be happy about that because yeah. the queen is traditional and the princess has a role and the role is not to be a soldier um so there's going to be some some upcoming conflict in, that, in regards to that too yeah, and the one that's being shown, the one that was just shown on on the on the screen, is probably one of my favorite drawings that I've seen so far. The Thank one you. where she's cracking her knuckles, I love that. That's yeah, so awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh no, she she's getting ready. Um, you know, what you're going to see in book two <clears throat> is kind of like the uh, the cue queuing up of uh, her really uh, um, getting into some real major battle um, in in book three. So uh, book two is actually um, <laughs> book two is very Star Warsy in a way, uh, more so than anything, because, you know, in the book one is the setup. It's a, OK, this is who Dominion is. But book two is my way of saying, OK, now I want to have a little fun. Yeah. OK, there's an A story and a B story. Uh, the, the A story is uh, Jonathan and he's recounting um, this great battle um, where, you know, his father at the end of the battle almost kills him uh and so we kind of get into the beginning of you know the the threat and the and you know the setup of it actually this part is is from the bible this is uh, when uh jonathan and his armor bearer uh, take on a uh, a small um philistine outpost which which uh escalates the battle of mishmash and uh, so this is kind of like my deconstruction of it in a very Star Wars-y type way. Mm -hmm. You said something earlier about um, giving little girls something or giving girls someone to look up to. And I think that's super important because I never really thought about that until I had a daughter. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I know both Cross and I have daughters um, that are yeah. um, similar in age. And you're right, man. Like I think the biggest one is Wonder Woman. Like they can look up to Wonder Woman and a yeah. handful of other, you know, women yeah. female characters. But like to your point, like having really strong female characters is, is is really cool for your daughter. Yeah, and why not biblical characters? You know what I'm saying? And there are strong women in the Bible, but they don't get shine time. They really yeah. don't. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And and this is my way of saying to my Christian audience. It will to my audience in general, because I have Christians and non-Christians, to my audience in general, but specifically to the Christian parents out there that this is something that we we have lacked in our storytelling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because when we rely upon just going historical, you have to be within the, the, the confines of how history saw women. Mm -hmm. History relegated women to kind of like a secondary role, to a support role. In yeah. a lot of ways, and 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 that that's valid. That's absolutely valid. But there are slivers of time in history where you see women rise up and take take control and do things when the men were not able to do it. Yeah, those are very clear in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? So you know Esther and 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 Ruth and Naomi and you know telling their story and 
these are very pivotal people when it comes to um, the the lineage of Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so this is me saying, okay, I I, I want to take a character that's known, but I want to expand upon her story in a uh, a narrative route, in a in a fictitious route, but in a way that could really um, uh, uplift, you know, the the strength of women in the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, and and I think that's it. Kind of like you said, there seems to be like in a lot of the stuff you've posted, there's definitely a focus more on Michael and her story, and um, like even get to see her take on her father's armor, different stuff. Like if you read the biblical context to her, there's really not a lot to her that we know. She's really no. Uh, she's I wouldn't even say she's a supporting character really. Like she's got such a small part. And honestly, even part of that is it's mostly a negative view when you see it in that way. You know, one of the things that she's most known for in the Bible is chastising David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, exactly. But there's this whole person behind it, and to try and explore that and build her up, and kind of like Nitro was saying, it's like, you know, I've got a daughter now, and you want them to have those strong female role models as well. Like, especially in comic books. I think in comics for so long it was very much a a boys area mm-hmm. and it was like you know no girls allowed and we almost got offended mm-hmm. when women tried to come in yeah yeah and, and the problem with that the problem with that cross is that women it's a it's it's a it's a double-edged sword because yes you do and you have had female and women repre- representation in comics but they were written by men yeah and yeah. so they were objectified and 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 you get this false narrative that a woman finds her strength through her sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's where that's really where comics have taken women, and it's like going backwards. It's like really, and yeah. so my thing is no, man, no, I don't see uh, uh, Michael as a sexual character. I don't see her as a trophy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As 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 she was presented in the historical context. Uh, no, in in Dominion, she is just a, a significant pivotal role as her brother, uh, Jonathan. Yeah. And so they're both on the cover of book two. And if you'll notice, she's more represented yeah. visually than, than Jonathan is because to me, in book two, her story is a little bit more significant. Yeah, I'm just throwing the cover up there. I've got the cover for chapter two here. And it's beautiful artwork again, by the way. It looks amazing. Thank and... you. Thank you. Uh, the colors are by Chris Hunt. He's just an amazing uh, a colorist. Uh, and the dude is just, he's hes the yin to my yang as far as uh, the, the <laughs> artwork is concerned. Yeah, he does some amazing stuff. I think I follow him on yeah. Instagram as well. And he honestly does some yeah. amazing work. The... Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if, that's and, if anyone's a comic book fan and they are all about the art for comics, like... Mm-hmm. That alone would be enough to draw them into Dominion. I feel without even like delving into the story, like the artwork is honestly beautiful. I love it. And... Yeah, you know, you know, and and that's the thing. It's like we really try to separate ourselves. We, I don't want to be seen as a Christian comic necessarily, although I'm a Christian. It permeates the book, but mm-hmm. there's a, a negative connotation to Christian comics. When oh, you yeah. think of Christian comics, you think of low quality yes. or artwork poorly, poorly executed stories. Whereas me, I'm like, no, nah, man, I, I'm attacking uh, this story from a Hollywood context, you know what I'm saying? Making it cinematic, you know what I'm saying? I got, you know, one of the best artists uh, on, on my team, 
I also got one of the best co-writers, Daniel Hancock, who, who, who does his own. Uh, he did this fantastic audio drama about the life of Jesus called End of Darkness. And you can get that on Amazon. It's, it's, it's a fantastic audio drama. And, you know, it's like God brought these people to Dominion. And it's like, no, man, I'm bringing God is saying I'm bringing you the best. And so I can give my able sacrifice to God through my artwork. And so why give him mediocre when I can give him, you know, stellar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think Nitro and I have talked about this before. Like, when we were, like, before we even launched the podcast, we were throwing around ideas for topics and stuff. And one of the ideas we were talking were, like, why are Christian comics crap? It was, like, literally, it's, like, there's so <laughs> many Christian comics out there and they claim to be Christian. And they're either, like, not worth your time or some of the best ones are literally just oh it's a retelling of the bible story well i yeah. mean and my first experience like it, like even seeing christian comics like i grew up as a comic fan i had comics as, ever since i was little i had a small box that had just had a ton of marvel and dc and we used to go to the christian bookstore occasionally not a ton but i remember i would just i would just be walking around in there and i got to the section and i saw comic books and i was like are you kidding me? We have Christian comics? I had no idea. And then I started flipping through them and I'm like, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> this, this is what we got? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, this is so cool. It's like, but then, well, yeah, I mean, stuff my... like this is just, honestly, it's phenomenal. Honestly, like, to get yeah. a Christian comic like this, which is like, yeah, it's a retelling of the biblical story, but it's from someone who's clearly a comic book fan and who's learned, yeah. you know what, see, instead of retelling the same story for the 50 millionth time, let's, you know, reinvigorate it in a different way we're getting the yeah. same message across which is like so many people miss the mark on that yeah and and the thing is you know you're 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 getting this story from not just a fan but a practitioner of the craft i teach this stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. I, I have developed master's level class for comic book publication and art at liberty university and I, I can't believe they let me do it, but they did. And so I'm able to now infuse the craft in a very high level way to students who can then go out and do work for the kingdom mm -hmm. and, 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 and do it effectively and help take back the, the, the narrative and take back the, the, the battlefield that Satan has co-opted. It's not his. Yes, he, he, he controls it for the moment in the entertainment space. He controls it for the moment. He has the, 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 the reins, but it's not his. This is, this is Jesus's. This is the Lord's that has been co-opted and corrupted. And yeah. so it's like our job, and you know, I say in the, in the, uh, the end notes of Dominion One, uh, that uh, somehow we have elevated the anti-hero over the hero. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And Absolutely. so it's like, no, nah, man, you know, no, we, we can't, we can't settle for that. You know what I'm saying? While I love Batman and I love the Punisher and Deadpool and all these other characters, they are anti-heroes. Mm -hmm. They are anti-heroes. You, you, you don't need to operate in the shadows, skirt the law in order to get good things done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so my thing is, you know, let's take back the narrative. Let's, let's, let's steer subtly through our narrative uh these 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 moldable little minds that are consuming this stuff by the hour 
hopeful, you know, and, and, and steer them towards good things, steer them towards the fruit of the spirit and, and, and really good things. It doesn't have to be corny and cheesy and preachy, you know what I'm saying? To, to, to show nobility, to show uh, kindness, yeah. to show valiance, you know, uh, deeds of wonder, you know what I'm saying? These are things that, that we as storytellers have got to do, but we not we have not been doing it correctly. That's yeah. why material is relegated to uh, the, the the outskirts of I, entertainment. I just think what you guys, like, I can't overstate how important I think it is, like, what you guys are leading with, because I, th I think there's, like, a there's a collective groaning, like, groundswell of Christians who have a creative spark in them that don't see a path forward yeah. and i just i just think it's 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 really cool yeah yeah we're trying to to build something here you know what i'm saying why can't we have our our star wars yeah. dominion you know and i said this to to a lot of people dominion is going to be some kids star wars it is just like star wars was for me when i first saw it i'm in 77 <laughs> uh, and and it kind of ruled my whole imagination Dominion is going to be that thing for some young little minds. And we are very, we got to be careful with great power comes great responsibility. We got to be mm -hmm. careful mm -hmm. with how we usher these little minds into creativity, into an imagination so that we don't uh, sabotage the effort and, and, and lead them down the wrong path. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what's most important to me. Yeah. And we've talked about it before, like when you were on here, just like, Again, just going back to the comics that I saw growing up, there were Christian comics. Like, like Cross said, a lot of times they were just kind of retelling of what the Bible said, basically. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times the quality it was just it was just bad. So like, yeah, putting yeah. putting the putting the um, the onus or putting just making sure you're having high quality output like you guys are doing, I think, is critically important like even more so than like mainstream comics like you not you can't match it it has to be like almost better it's than it's got to be you better know? and yeah. that's the thing it's like we we seek to be better than average uh so that we can actually get to the mainstream and yeah. that's the goal that's what we're trying to build um sorry i, I have a hard stop in, in about five minutes but but one of the things i wanted to say is that you know the, some of the ways that we're doing this we got the new indiegogo campaign um, there's a lot of swag on there. You know, we're really trying to to grow Terminus and grow uh, Dominion in a way that uh, you know a lot of Christian families and a lot of you know parents in general can kind of latch onto it, latch onto the brand, and find some really good quality entertainment that they can invest in for their kids to to really grow with. You know, saying so we're trying to build an audience that that can grow with us, just like George Lucas did with Star Wars. Um, another thing that we're doing is we're starting a new channel on YouTube called Concept Art for Comics. And uh, that's going to be, you know, me breaking down my process when I do something like the Michael Mech when she's cracking her knuckles. That'll be the first one. Just me breaking down the time lapse and just mm -hmm. talking about each and every step as as we, we, uh, we finish it. I talk about the tools I use. I talk about the method about the end goal the whole nine yards and it'll be so many different things dealing with comics and the behind the scenes of of how to to do it 
and a very professional and a high level. So um, that's going to be starting next week, actually. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's coming out. And of course, the Dominion Chapter 2 um, digital drops right before Christmas. And so, uh, you know, uh, you guys have all of the info uh, about that. But the, the, the actual uh, physical books, we have physical books coming out in January and our special edition books. So we have two different special edition types of books. We have a, uh, a Chrome cover for our books one and two that you, you can find on Indiegogo. But we also have a hardcover special edition that's going to bundle chapters one and two together that's nice. going to be signed it's going to be a beautiful hardback book that uh i think is going to be amazing when we get it so uh we, we we've got a limited amount uh, we've sold some already and so uh yeah that's that's a really cool uh, premium item that's awesome that's absolutely awesome and, and and it's totally worth it i mean even just if you don't get the hardcover and you get the single issues like I mean, like even the creation of this is quality. It's not like a, it's not a cheaply made crap comic. It's like it's proper, solid. I mean, like even the outside cover of this is stiff. Yeah, it's got that nice uh, tooth to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very kind of textured uh, cover material, yeah. which I love it. I love that stuff. I mean, even flipping through the so, pages, it feels like it's good quality. Time and effort has went into this, and um, and something I want to throw out there to you guys because like I've not. To anyone that's watching, I didn't discuss this with the two of them beforehand, so we'll see where this goes. Um, I actually would love to do, for Comics and Across, to do a kind of giveaway for these, and for us to get a, to purchase a special copy of issue one and uh, chapter one and chapter two to get special copies of them, the special editions signed by you. And, oh yeah, and we'll cover it yeah. and do that as a giveaway for people in the channel. I would love to do that and give that away as a gift to someone in the channel. Someone is watching can get that and yeah I'm, I'm definitely down with that and for us to pick that up and you know we'll talk later whether it's you know we want to do the hardcover whether we want to do the single issues or whatever and but i'd love to discuss that with you more and do that for anyone so anyone that's watching whether you're watching absolutely live, whether you're listening whether you're picking us up on youtube and it's still early december i'd love to do that mm -hmm. as a kind of early giveaway christmas present for someone yeah man that'd be awesome and so i'm, I'm here for it um, unfortunately, guys, I got to go, but uh, Nitro, uh, I know that we've talked about me coming back on and doing some some actual technical stuff. Yeah. So uh, let's set that up and then right. we can definitely do that. Sounds yeah. good. All right. Yeah, because Nitro, Thanks, Dr. gentlemen, Bell. it's been a pleasure, man. It's Thank you, guys. Have a great blessing. day. Thank you it's so much. It's good seeing you, Dr. Bell. See ya. Take care. Bye, guys. Take care. Have a good one, sir. I'm going to go turn off the sun behind my head. Yeah, I'll be right back. Yeah, please do. I don't know what <laughs> happened there, but you disappeared in this glow. Dude, I have no clue. <laughs> there we go. I'll just sit like this the whole time. No, just don't, like don't. That. We'll get the sheen off your head if you do that. <laughs> wow, that was blinding. I don't know what the heck is going on. What is going on with it? Oh my Just goodness! Like that, right there, right there. Nope. Wait, what? Okay, he's trying to blind me now. He's one hundred percent trying to blind me. I have no clue. I have you, no clue. Are you trying to blind me? Yeah, 
exactly. That was the, that was the goal. <laughs> you that and Dude, like, wow, I, I was looking at the monitor while I was doing it, and the entire thing lit up. It was awesome. I love that. It's like that Dr. Bell, fine. Me, fine. You just slowly disappearing in the sunshine glow behind your head. It's funny, because I wasn't looking at my video, and then all of a sudden I looked at it, I'm like, why am I hazy? Why is, like, there are angels ascending behind my head? Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. But yeah, you know, so anyone who's managed to pop in and join us for dr bill being here thank you so much and um, i've thrown a links in chat for terminus and for their indiegogo go and check out the indiegogo by the way there's a lot of great stuff there um, and also the social media is to get out <clears throat> dominion comic a follow it's, it's a phenomenal book i mean dr bill does a phenomenal story and we definitely need to get him back on during the he's hour. a really good guy man like for real like I, i'm not just saying that he's a he's a really good dude yeah he is he's a phenomenal dude and just we definitely need to get him on the art of the hero. Like, I literally want like you and him doing like a draw for something. <laughs> Dude, I would get decimated. <laughs> but like, I would, it would literally look like a stick figure compared to his stuff. But it would be fun. It would be fun. His stuff is amazing. I mean, the artwork he does is phenomenal for Dominion, and and I hope I wasn't too presumptuous to throw that out there as well. I'd love to do a giveaway and get like a special edition of um, chapter yeah, one and two. Awesome and just give that away to someone i would have done it today but we've got very little kind of viewership today yeah and um, so it's like you know we're just hopping back into the regular swing of things so yeah, so we're just getting back into it. i mean unless like Coop really desperately wants it and i think he's like the only one really kind of there um at the moment so it's like but yeah it's been a lot of fun having him back on and and i'm down for dominion like i, I still kind of want to delve into it more with him of like what we're getting in chapter two and just I feel I feel bad because I want to I like all I can think about is Goliath like I want to see Goliath and then he was yeah. like yeah this low hanging fruit and I was like I know but I want to see him I just want to just want more info that's low hanging fruit but I kind of love that he's left it because even in chapter one like Goliath the big is footprint that like yeah. you get the big footprint and stuff but like that's so cool. it that's all we get I want to ask about the fact of like how the heck are you fitting all of this into three chapters. Like, I know, so, right. I, I know that was the question that I was going to ask him that I, I forgot to ask him. So, because I know he's, I know he's doing David and Solomon as well. I know he's going to delve into yeah. other stories okay. and go further okay, with it. it. So it's three chapters with Saul, three chapters with David, and three chapters with Solomon, right? I believe that's what he's going to do. But I'm yeah, like, even between right. like David like becoming king, or even if you take that first chapter to be like David like on the run from Saul, yeah, there's a lot like to still fit in there because like you'll have to throw in like i mean i don't even know if chapter two introduces david and like him facing off yeah. with goliath and the aftermath of that and i'm like there's a lot in this story yeah and especially since he's also expanding on things and i'm like i wish you could have you hung about longer we definitely had more questions and and but obviously i didn't want to delve too deep into stuff because i don't want to push any spoiler territory right before the book drops obviously yeah maybe, Maybe when we get him back on again, we can delve a little further into it. And... One of the questions that I wanted to ask him was like, like, how do you not, like when you're getting towards the end of like a project or a book or whatever, how do you not just be like, all right, I just need to get this done and get it out of the door. So like your quality dips, like, cause that's yeah. how my brain is. I'm like, all right, dude, I just need to finish this and get this over with. But like, he's obviously holding himself to a very high standard, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, that, I just have a question about how he does that yeah and i mean we'll definitely create a chance to delve into that a little bit more it's like i wish we had more time but obviously i wanted to get him on in time for the book dropping and stuff like that and yeah and everything like that and um, so yeah 
that interview's kind of segment of it's done now so it's mostly just us so there's a so how's it going cross yeah it's going pretty good how are you doing i mean yeah things are going pretty good and um, for any of you who weren't aware i have been out for five weeks with a new baby here and i did not burn the yeah. podcast to the ground nitro is an amazing job and <clears throat> um, he i i didn't for the sake of things didn't put your among us stuff up on the youtube i left it um, but on our YouTube channel, you can Thank find you. at least three episodes now of The Art of the Hero that Nitro did, which was absolutely amazing and um, done a phenomenal job. Some some nice challenging pieces for you, apparently, from a lot of the <laughs> my friends in the online wrestling stuff, throwing you characters. Dude, is one was pretty, again, it was really creepy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ads is completely into the sort of creepy, dark sort of characters. <laughs> like, I've, I've been in a few leagues with a few his different creations and they're all look terrifying and creepy for the most part it's like that's where he functions so but at the same time he comes up with some really cool designs yeah so i can't fault him on that you know and um, dude have you finished claws i have not finished claws yet but i haven't a either good opportunity to talk about it is next week and um, we were going to do it this week thankfully we didn't we we're going to be talking about claws and that is going to be our indie comic book club and um, book for December because it's the how Santa Claus began. Yeah. Um, so it's the story of Santa Claus told in a bit more of a realistic, gritty way. And um, going through the first issue, automatically my mind dealt uh, dove into the Rankin Bass Santa Claus coming to town. Uh, I've never never read that. First saw that. Or read it. You never seen that the Rankin Bass no. stuff. I thought huh. I, I thought pretty much every American had seen that. It's like the, <laughs> the the puppetry sort of thing of like that. The stories like you get the like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and oh Santa yeah Claus yeah, yeah, yeah. All those things. Yeah, um, yeah. The story of Santa Claus is coming to town. It's like the origin of Santa. It feels very much like that in terms of mm. a a town with a guy who's like cracking down and everything, and the kids aren't allowed toys, and he starts to rebel against that and all this sort of stuff. But at the same time, you've got Santa with an axe in hand and a wolf <laughs> as his friend, like taking down, all ra- over him. taking down a reindeer for meat, and you know, there's some really cool stuff in it. Really cool um, art in it. Really cool image. Santa is jacked. He is jacked. Oh yeah, like I love that Santa is literally like a wild man. Like he is a guy. Yes. That's what he does. Is like is he's not like a toy maker or just this guy. Like no, he literally goes out and hunts and sells meat and pelts to people in the villages, and stuff. It's such a cool concept. Um, so I'm really excited to delve into that. Yeah. Next week, and also take the opportunity to share our next book. Um, that we're going to be doing. I'm I'm thinking of taking the break in January from it and starting it, doing this one in February. Um, and we're going to do the indie book club every. Uh, second month um, but we're going to be looking at Chew Chew oh yeah that's the one that you were talking about that's right yeah so for Chew um, just taking the blurb off the back of it because it's the kind of the best concept for it Tony Chew is a detective with a secret a weird secret Tony Chew is a I don't even know how to say this is sympathetic, which means he gets psychic impressions from whatever he eats it also means the hell of a detective as long as he doesn't mind nibbling on the corpse of a murder victim to figure out who done it and why. He's been brought on to the Special Crimes Division of the FDA, the most powerful law enforcement agency on the planet, to investigate their strangest, sickest and most bizarre cases. Yeah, so like Tony Chu, like the detective in it, has basically got this power where if he eats something, he sees the history of the thing. 
Um, and that includes anything from simple as like eating an apple, he sees like the orchard that it was in, mm-hmm. to like if he eats a hamburger, he sees the cow like getting slaughtered and stuff. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So he has a tendency to eat beets because apparently beetroot is the only thing it doesn't happen with, <laughs> and like he can't stick beetroot, but like he eats tons of it because. Uh, here's a lot of you some like the artwork stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at the pages right now uh, on uh, Amazon. Yeah, the artwork's really pretty sweet for it. Very different art style from Claws. Very more um, comic booky, darker sort of look to it. Yeah, so, I was gonna say that the art is really interesting. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen anything like like it before. So it's a little bit different, and also um, we talked about how Claws was a Will Eisner like nominee, like for the Will Eisner Award. Yeah, this one actually won it. Will Eisner Comics Industry Award winner. That's awesome. Um, and a Harvey Awards winner. So, like, even on the back of it, it's got awards up. That's awesome. So, it's an award-winning book. Um, so, in February, we're going to be looking at uh, Volume 1, Taster's Choice from Chew. So, um, also as well, if you click on... I'll throw the link up in chat. There's a link to the comic shop locator to find your local comic book store to see if they have it in stock. Or if in doubt and you can't find it there, we also have the reading list saved on Amazon where we're going to put all of our indie comic books, club and books. So you can find Lock and Key on there, you can find Claws, which is on there for next week, and then I've added Chew on to that as well. I'm adding that right now to my cart. Awesome. Yeah, it's a good book and it's actually going at a decent price right now. It's not too expensive at the moment, which, you know, this is probably a good time to pick it up. <clears throat> But yeah, so how have things been then since I've been gone? No, I think they've been good, news. man. Yeah, I feel like we've gotten a lot of comic book news, like hey. in the past month. Like I, the big one for me is Oscar Isaac Moon Knight. Hello. Yeah, Oscar Isaac awesome. Moon Knight. I'm like, we we heard rumors about that before, um, and then because we got hard announces Moon Knight, we got was it Haley Steinfeld? Is her name? Yeah. It's like she's still not officially being confirmed as Kate Bishop. But she's been filmed, like, recording scenes with Jeremy yeah. Renner for Hawkeye. Yeah. So I'm like, why aren't you just announcing it? Unless she's playing, like, a totally different character, why haven't you just announced it at this point? You know, one thing that I'm super stoked about is WandaVision. I cannot wait. Yeah, we got a release that, date man. for that. Is it, like, January 21st, was it? Something like that. It's, it's like, like, the second or third week in January. Yeah, it's like they finally dropped that. And I'm like, I'm glad we're finally getting it. Don't get me wrong. I'm gutted we're not getting it for the end of this month. I'm just like, all right, so I don't understand why they just didn't release it this year. If they're still releasing it before Black Widow, because my understanding is that Black Widow was like a precursor to all these shows, but they're yeah. releasing Black Widow in like April or something like that. So I don't yeah, know why they I'm just like, didn't. So it's like they pushed it back, but they pushed it back to January. Like, why Why did we push it back to? Yeah, there's no reason to push it back. Why did, why did we do I'm that? like, you could have just kept it where it was. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. But like we got that sort of news as well. Also as well, did you see the news for um, uh, what is it for Warner Brothers? Like, yeah, so I I wasn't really following that information. So can you like surmise? So it started. So it started off with the Wonder Woman um, announcement that on December twenty fifth, Christmas Day, Wonder Woman hits theaters. Mm-hmm. But they're also releasing it on HBO Max the same day, so you can watch wow. it in the theaters or you can watch it on HBO Max at home. And okay. we want to give the theater experience because a lot of people are wanting it. Like most people mm-hmm. are still saying they would like to go to theaters to see things rather than yeah. do it at home. 
and for anyone who's still conscious about it like for example i probably do it at home because i'm diabetic so i'm still fairly high risk yeah and so for that safety option i would stay there but then they dropped a bomb of an announcement of oh yeah we're not just doing that with wonder woman 84 we're doing that with everything in our 2021 slate the day it drops everything is coming going to drop to hbo max sheesh that's their stock just went up man yeah and i like so like yeah we're just going to drop it and i'm like literally haven't bought hbo max holding off that announcement was made and i'm like dang i could go to the theater and see all these things or i could just pay the monthly thing for hbo max and get them all as they drop yeah i'm like yeah wow it's tempting it's definitely tempting that's let me be honest that tempted me more than the idea of like you know Zack Snyder's Justice League or How dare any you? of the DC stuff that's dropping like the fact that like their whole slate is dropping like on so, HBO Max as the movies are released and I'm like I'm, I'm down I know this is dumb but I read that when I read the news I read that as everything is dropping at one time i was like that doesn't make any sense yeah that's how you go bankrupt <laughs> i know that's what i was saying like, was like everybody literally gets like their free membership to hbo max and binges everything that's coming out this year just binges 2021 movies and then cancels like it after january it's like yeah that's not gonna work oh wow so that's including suicide squad mm-hmm. the matrix the new matrix mm-hmm. wow that's crazy yeah i mean like literally go through the the slate of like warner brother movies that are meant to come out this year or well next year and um, but are coming out in the next 12 months they're all dropping on hbo max along they're still releasing in theaters but it's dropping alongside that godzilla versus kong shoot i'm a big uh, I'm King Kong versus godzilla movie. fan i'm so. fed up with that movie getting pushed back i loved godzilla king of monsters i'm desperate for that so one to drop. i grew i grew up with the old 60s version of king kong versus godzilla and i watched it so many times i wore the tape out so i can't i can't wait for that movie yeah i like I, i'm all for the new godzilla movies i love them like the, like the 20 was it the 2014 one or the 2016 one like the first one of the reboot like mm-hmm. it was okay yeah like i liked it i thought it, it was good it, it was decent enough but like i i've got the big issue most people have with that movie like if i'm watching a godzilla movie freaking show me godzilla yeah it was like I jaws like more... you didn't see godzilla until the end of the movie yeah and it's like and then they went and, and i think but i think they course corrected with that when they went into king of monsters and they just went all out and i'm like yeah this is a godzilla movie this king is of what monsters was awesome it, it gets a lot of hate and i don't know i don't understand I don't because that why. is an awesome love movie it. i'm like i completely lost myself in it it was so good yeah it was awesome i'm like I, i'm all for it like that movie got me hyped like see the announcements of like kong versus godzilla and i'm like oh how are they going to screw that up i saw king of monsters and i'm like i'm down i want to see this monkey and lizard fight i'm down for this yeah i remember like when that came out monsters what was it king of monsters godzilla king of monsters i personally have no problem going to see a movie by myself and my wife is not a godzilla fan so i was like all right i'm gonna go see this by myself i'm gonna enjoy this in the theater and it was fantastic Awesome. yeah like it's one of those ones i've seen after it came out of theater and i kind of wish i had like went into theater and seen it mm-hmm. like, it was so cool but i've been enjoying a lot of the monster movies lately like godzilla king of monsters i loved um, kong skull island i really enjoyed Dude, kong well. skull island was awesome like i really enjoyed that as well and i'm like I'm, I'm, I'm down to see what they can do with this you know i'm a i'm a i'm a sucker for a monster like a big monster movie a good monster movie i'm down for like any type of kaiju type stuff i even like pacific rim i'm gonna get some hate for that i don't care not the second one the second one was just god awful 
but the first one was, first like, one was I thought good. was great. The first one was good. I, I didn't see the whole thing of Pacific Rim. It's like, and I've never had the urge to like really go and delve into it. But what I caught of it, like I, I saw a good chunk of it, and I'm like, yeah, it's I good. thought it was awesome. I, I don't mean, care what anybody it's says. A cool, I mean, monsters fighting mechs. I'm like, yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, exactly. I grew up on Power Rangers. I'm pretty much what I lived in as a kid. You Same. know, you Same. know what I mean? It's like that's what I grew up on. Um, the only monster movie, and I, I, I'm aware I'm in the minority for this. I still don't understand how I'm in the minority for it, but I'm aware that I am. I absolutely hate Cloverfield. I, I'm not a huge fan of Cloverfield, I, honestly. I, I say I hate it, and then like all these people absolutely adore it, and I'm like, I, I'm not a fan of like footage because like I want to see the monster, I want to see the story, I want to see where it came from, I want to see yeah. it fighting and destroying things, and people trying to stop it. I want to see. I don't want to see this from the shaky cam footage of this guy who's no clue what's going on. Yeah. I think it was at the tail end of the shaky cam, like, string of movies, like, all that. The Blair Witch started it, and then it went on for years, and I think Cloverfield kind of put the pin in it. But when you're going out of your way not to show the main monster of the movie, as opposed to the story dictates that you don't see the 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 full monster until the end but when you're actually like physically going out of your way not to show them yeah it's like, just even like at the what end, are we here for even at what the end you for? don't get that good a look at it like i had I to know. literally go on youtube and like find videos that gave better looks at it oh yeah i know i was looking at like concept images like what does this monster look like <laughs> and the funny thing is that like that literally literally all these concepts came out because he was doing this whole like lost thing that jj abrams did of like dropping all this stuff and I'm like is this going to be like you know like leviathan and behemoth and all this stuff yeah. is this going to be like is this like a reboot of a gritty power rangers thing and all all these theories were going crazy all these monster designs were out there and literally every one of them was better than what we got yeah yeah i agree you know what i mean like I, there was concepts of this big massive godzilla looking thing with tentacles coming out the water there was concepts that the whole island in new york had actually been built on the back of like this big creature oh, dude, that's and it was sweet. moving and i'm like these are great concepts and what did we get some freaking bug looking thing like the thing like a man in black that yeah and do you know what the funny thing is like i, I watched 10 cloverfield lane which is technically a carry-on from it i love it 10 cloverfield really I, I really enjoy it because oh, man. i enjoy it because i'm fully aware it's not meant to be the same sort of movie like if yeah. I take it for what it is on its own like I, I love suspense and thriller things and the whole time that juxtaposition of was there really an apocalypse that he's saving them from or is mm. he just a nutter that grabbed her off the side of the road yeah and the build that. up for that I'm like I'm all down for that and John Goodman like doing that I'm down for him you know and then just throwing that end bit in there of the fact of like yeah he was right the world ended there's aliens you know I'm like I, I'm down for it yeah, why not? Yeah. Hold on, I've got a visitor. Hold on one sec. Oh, we got a visitor. No worries. <laughs> Alright, I gotta step away just for very quickly. I'll be right back. Wow, this is this is this is getting me back for five weeks and not being here. You're gonna abandon me now. Just continue talking about Cloverfield Lane and how awesome the video was. <laughs> Go on, bro. Go get her. I'll be right back. I got it. So yeah, so like I'm very excited about that. I'm very excited for the fact that, that we've got um, Warner Brothers dropping everything to HBO Max. It's definitely something that really caught my attention and wanted me 
and it's making me want to pick it up. It's making me want to actually, because I don't have HBO Max yet, it's making me want to delve into that. Um, that subscription service because yeah there's some amazing movies coming out from Warner Brothers this year that if I'm already paying for HBO Max I'm technically getting them for free so like I'm down for that you know whether it's the DC movies or like The Matrix or King Kong stuff like that I'm down for it you know alright sorry about that no worries I was, just but... wrapping, I was just wrapping up that section a little bit saying like yeah like this stuff has happened like all these amazing movies dropping HBO Max like I'm down for this dude I'm... yeah I'm just looking at some of the movies and I all right, so I was a huge the Mortal Kombat movies that came out back in the day. I know they were really bad. Oh yeah, they're all they were really good. cheesy, but I was they have a whole special place in my heart, and I totally forgot that they were making a reboot. They were like rebooting. So they are. I forgot. And it's a Warner Brothers. It's coming out on HBO Max. Dude, they they got a lot of uh, a lot of good movies coming out. I'm just looking at King Kong versus Godzilla, Space Jam, the new one, Suicide oh, yeah. Squad, Dune. Oh yeah, the new Dune. That's right. They're doing a biopic about Elvis, which I, I was not aware of. Nope, I had no idea Anyways. about that one. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I mean, that that's probably uh, the biggest news that we've had in a while is the fact yeah. that they were that they're going to be dropping everything. And I'm like, I love the fact that there was a backlash at Disney for this. Yeah, because like, dude, it, Warner Brothers basically went, "Hey, we're going to drop everything at the same time it hits theater. So if you've got HBO Max, you get it." And everybody was like, yay! And then everyone went, wait, why did I just pay 40 bucks for a crap version of Mulan that is now free if you waited, like, Dude. from when it dropped to, yeah. like, the start of December? It's now free to watch in Disney+. Plus. Guess what? Yeah. I can watch it in Disney+. Plus. I haven't. I can, though, and I didn't spend money. Yeah. Because I already had Disney+. Plus. And I'm yep. like, I don't get why they did that. I think, I get they're trying to, like, think of new ways to do stuff but like when you've already dropped movies like they dropped onward like earlier this year straight to it and stuff when you've done stuff like that and then go hey you can get disney plus premium so you can get access to these movies earlier like why why would i do that when, when it's a couple of months anyways. it's going to be free anyway yeah i don't understand that like i'm already paying for your service don't make me double that that payment yeah, it's like just to get something early. That like doesn't make 40 sense. Forty bucks or something. And I'm like, that's more than I would pay at the theater. That's more yeah. than I would pay for like the freaking Blu-ray combo. Like they come out at yeah. like twenty-five bucks, and I'm like, are you serious? Are going to make me pay that? Like, I think I companies are still trying to figure out like with everything that's going on. What what is the best streaming model? Because have you did you hear the news? Like Disney is trying to combine with Hulu. Like they're going to make just one streaming service. That makes sense to be completely honest, because Disney, when they bought out Fox, they already got a massive. They stake got all in the R rated properties. Yeah, they got but like they can't a, really drop on Disney. <laughs> but they got a massive stake in Hulu as well. Fox had a massive stake. That's true. In them. That's true. So like they do own part of Hulu anyway. So like yeah, and they pretty much been doing that. They have pretty much been using Hulu as a anything we can't get onto Disney Plus, drop it over there. Yeah, because I mean, like I I read something a couple weeks ago that Disney was going to have a, like a Disney eighteen plus category. For like some of their like like Deadpool and stuff like that type of stuff. Yeah, because if you uh, go to, if you go to Hulu, like I seen it just the other day actually, it may have been yesterday I seen it. Like if you go to Hulu, you'll find like Deadpool and Deadpool Two have dropped there now and different mm-hmm. stuff. Like they're starting to drop some of these properties they now own. Yeah, especially ones like that, like Deadpool and Deadpool Two were money makers. You can't just sit on Huge. those and not do anything with them. Yeah, I mean Disney's all about the moolah, so it's. Yeah, drop them so we can get people watching them, get more people's... Especially since, like, you know, if you do the special bundle, like we did the bundle for that, you get Hulu as well. Yeah, that's what we Disney did too. Plus and ESPN, and it's like, you get them all together, and I'm like, okay, 
yeah sure we, we already had a we already had an account with hulu so yeah i get to keep hulu and get to save a bit of money on it yeah i think hulu is probably one of the better streaming services in my opinion it's really good like we use netflix for like netflix originals or for older shows mostly for hulu though see if you want like stuff that's currently on tv mm-hmm. it's like the only way to get it now is like Hulu's yeah. the best one for it yeah they start fine I, I really only have netflix for the office and that's going away in december so <laughs> was it is that going away yeah nbc has the so nbc has their own streaming service oh yeah they've got peacock now yeah so it's basically but i got i got the full box set on dvd so i'm pretty stoked i, I need it. to finish watching the office like i literally got up till when michael scott left it gets it gets and worse I, and, and like I, i've had like no like don't get me wrong there's been a whole bunch of stuff going on so i've never really went back to it but i've had no urge to and i'm like michael scott's gone i'm like he's literally one of the main reasons i'm watching this show yeah. with him well it's it's funny because like you know a lot of a lot of shows tank towards the end and i was <laughs> i was laughing because i was watching the infinity bros on twitter talk about how i met your mother and i forgot who it was it was max i think he was, talking, he was just trashing the crap out of it uh the last season or whatever yeah now the office does go down in quality after michael scott leaves but it's still absolutely 100% watchable, and I think it's still good. So it goes from like a 9 out of 10 to like a 7 or 6.5. I wouldn't say 6.5, maybe 7 out of 10. Maybe need to check it out then, because I know they bring yeah. in a whole bunch of great actors and stuff to do stuff. Like, I've seen them bringing in like James Spader and stuff that like yeah. buys out the company and things like that. He was brought in to replace Michael and ends up owning it. Yeah. I love how that's never really explained. It's just like he's in charge now, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, when it's like, like Will Ferrell's in it at some point. Yeah, Will I mean, Ferrell's in it and stuff. Idris Elba is in it. So yeah, I mean, I've seen like that stuff, and they've got some great characters in it. They've got some great actors that come on board. So I maybe need to go and finish checking it out. But like, yeah, Netflix. Like most of the stuff I watch on Netflix now are honestly some of the Netflix original stuff because like they've got so much comic book properties that they own now that I, that's yeah. basically the live action versions of stuff. Yeah. And not to mention it's got Avatar and Legend of Korra now, so like it's easy. To my use. wife, my wife and I just binged The Crown. We just finished it. Um, mm. That's actually a really good show. Hannah but... watches The Crown. I've I've gotten really no inkling to watch it, probably because you know I <laughs> come from the, it, so, I come I mean... from the country where it's from. Like it's so weird watching her <laughs> her talking about the latest season. Like yeah, Princess Diana's in it. I'm like oh wow, we're actually up to when I was alive now. <laughs> The princess Dana died after I was born, so like we're actually at the modern day sort of stuff. Yeah. So, so speaking of not anything that we've been talking about, how is Dragon Ball Z going? <laughs> you like that segue? Yeah, we're well, we're talking about crap shows, so why not? Oh wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> I am. You're th- not a fan. I am through the first disc. Not a fan. Wow. Castlevania, oh, here's Raven Knight speaking. Castlevania, Black Mirror, and Blood of Zeus are all great shows in Netflix. I really want to check out Blood of Zeus, and I've not looked at it yet. I've never even heard of that, actually. It's like an animated Ca- thing. I think, kind of like, think of the veins of, like, their Castlevania show. Like, it's kind of like an animated thing. But, like, I've seen a couple of trailers for it. I do need to check it out, though. Castlevania, um, is that the anime on Netflix? If yeah. so, I've seen it, and it's awesome. Yeah, and I think Blood of Zeus has kind of done the same sort of styling of it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it. Netflix does have some great original stuff. Don't get me wrong, they have some utter crap as well, but they have mm-hmm. some good original stuff. 
same animation. Oh, yeah. okay, <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I thought that it was done in the same sort of vein as that. Um, so like, yeah, if you like the Castlevania stuff, like, and th- I've seen the trailer for Blood of Zeus, and I'm like, it looks interesting. I never. How do I have not? How have I not heard of that? I gotta look this up. Yeah, I need you guys to check out the show. Though it's one of those ones that's in my list. I've just not gotten to it yet, which is an excuse for not watching half the stuff I've got saved on my list in Netflix. But yeah. oh, I, I love like Greek mythology type stuff, so I'm sure this will be right up my alley. Oh wow! So you're almost through it then, Ravenite? Yeah, two episodes left. Is it is it two seasons of it that now they've got, or is it just one season? Because I felt like a second season dropped of it. I can't remember for the life of me though if it totally is. Um, but yeah, while you're looking that up, yeah. So I've I've been watching Dragon Ball Z. I promise you, it gets better. I, I promise I, you. Freaking better. I'm through the first disc, <laughs> and I'm like, I I don't know if it's because it's twenty minute episodes, but I feel like this story, like the first ten episodes, could have been told in three. Oh, I agree. So all right. So it just to give you a little behind out the scene, ridiculously, they have a different version of Dragon Ball Z. It's called Dragon Ball Z Kai, where basically all the seasons are shrunk down. And so, like, so it's like Clef however many, it, yeah, how, however many episodes are in a season, just cut that time down by like half, can and I, that's that's a season of Dragon Ball. Can Monty I watch Kai. that instead? Because Goku's <laughs> been running along this freaking snake bridge for like five episodes. And I did warn you. I did warn you. I said like, no, when no, they no. Do, like power. No, ups. I was pulling this up with you. No, no. <laughs> you told me when they start to get their powers and they start to power up and stuff. I'm expecting like. I mean, five there's e- other stuff that gets drawn up. I'm expecting five episodes of Super Saiyan building up and all that crap. Like, <laughs> oh, I was, that will come. I was not expecting five episodes of Goku running on a bridge, and nothing <laughs> happening. Oh, he almost fell off once, and now he's running again. Yeah, it gets better. I promise. I like. Also, Gohan is the most annoying little brat in the world. I cannot stand him. Why am I focusing on him? He's been that tr- doesn't go away until like, like season six. So just throwing that out there. Season six, he's annoying me now. Like Piccolo's <laughs> doing the whole training thing with him, and I'm like, I'd rather watch Piccolo. He's at Piccolo's least a-, a jerk, though. He's an Let's interesting character, though. He's a he jackass, is an interesting character. He's, like, he's an interesting he's character. Yeah. I love the training thing though. It's like that. It's like it's like okay, I'm going to train you because we don't know when your dad's coming back. So I'm going to throw you into a mountain. <laughs> we need to start training you now. So I'll see you in six months. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? If Are you, you sur- going to leave me here? If you survive six months, I'll train you. <laughs> it's like, okay. It does. It does get better, man. There's, there's. Uh, I promise you, it gets better. I like because like I thought that, you just got to get into it. I'm not going to so, lie. Like, I need. Okay, like so let let me put it this way. I'm gonna go we're gonna do a show on this and delve into it, but my, my big things right now are first of all, all of you people who told me watch Dragon Ball Z without watching Dragon Ball, you are liars. <laughs> they spend the first like four episodes like recapping Dragon Ball and talking about the epic battle of Goku and Piccolo and all this stuff. And I'm throwing in I'm like, who are these people? Why are they ha- why were they enemies? Why are they now friends? Why is this a big deal? Wait, did we not know that Goku was an alien? Wait, what happened now? Um Oh well we got a permission thing, I think. Sorry, R Gundam. We don't want to buy followers, but thank you. Yeah. I was just gonna say, it's like who got timed out for what there? Um But yeah, so it's like it, 
recapping all this stuff and I'm like, who's this? Oh, he's going to go see Master Roshi. Who's Master Roshi? Who's the who's the guy with no nose and dots on his forehead? Why is he friends with Goku? <laughs> who's the chick with the blue hair? Krillin? Oh, Krillin is my boy, man. Krillin's probably my favorite character. So basically, all right. So just in a nutshell, Master Roshi owned a martial arts school. It was called the Turtle School. I'm 10 episodes in. I get that now that he's the master, but I jumped <laughs> well, see, into episode. You get it now, though. The The story explains itself. Even though you have a lot of questions up front, it will eventually explain itself. I promise you. And then you can pickle, you. like pickle, the fight is like Goku's got a brother. Why does he have a brother? Why is he trying to destroy the. Oh, it doesn't matter. He's dead. Wait, Pickle <laughs> lost his arm in that fight, and now he's regrowing it. And, like, they have a tail. Why do they have a tail? Why does ripping the tail off stop them from turning into the monster beast? <laughs> it's like. I thought we were going to do a time jump. See, when we went and like, okay, these other Saiyans are coming and they're like a year out. I'm like, okay, so we're going to have like a time jump thing. No, we're not going to time jump. That's going to be the season finale. And we are literally going to show the build up of this year of Goku, of Gohan barely surviving, Goku running along a bridge, and the other ones like enlisting people to go do this other training that we might eventually get to before the end of the season, but we don't know if we will yet. All right, so when Vegeta comes in the picture. Vegeta comes in. That's one of the Frieza other. Comes. That's one of the other scenes. I because I've heard a lot of people yeah. talk about him. I've seen. Yeah, and when Frieza comes in, that's I think that's when it starts getting super interesting, in my opinion. Uh, I, if anybody is in I'm the comments get, and is a DBZ fan, just call me out if I'm. I'm going to get. I'm going to give it to the end of season one. But like, and I'd like to point out by the way, I'm not. I'm not hating on anime. I enjoy certain anime. I'm not a massive fan of it. I don't go like I've not watched recent stuff. Like I'm, a lot of people talk about like Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, all that. We got to watch stuff. Attack on Titan though. That should be. That should be one. <clears throat> we add that to the list, though. We do. I'm like I. I've not watched that stuff, but I do enjoy anime. When I was younger, I was a massive fan of Bleach. That was my jam completely. I that's, watched that's, like that's old, my wife's. That's my wife's jam. You know, it's like I watched old school Ninja Scroll, the movie, and oh, the, yeah. and the TV show for it. My favorite anime, 100, is Death Note. I love the story in Death Note and the juxtaposition with Light and L and all that. So like, I'm not an anime here. It's like it's not like I'm not a fan of it. I do wonder watching Dragon Ball Z at this point of like how many people think it's amazing based on nostalgia goggles because they grew up with it. Yeah, you I could do, be right. I, I do wonder if that's a factor because I'm watching it and I'm like, Goku better do something freaking amazing soon because right now he's done nothing. Yeah, it gets better, I Except promise. screw up. In the fight with his brother, <laughs> he literally grabs his brother's tail, which was his plan. To hold him still, don't know how that works, not questioning it, for, like, freaking Piccolo to do this massive power-up move that, like, blows up mountains to try and kill him. Yeah. This was his plan, and he legitimately gets talked out of holding the tail and gets a crap kicked out of him. Like, he dies. It was your own fault. Yeah. It was literally your own fault that you ended up in that position. (laughs) I'm like... I, don't get me wrong, we're going to go into a whole thing with this, we're going to do a whole thing, but I'm 10 episodes <laughs> in, I'm through the first disc. It's four discs, right? I don't know, it feels like 50. <laughs> I feel like I should be at the end. Of Are we ep- still going to be friends after this, Cross? I don't know. <laughs> like, I feel like as much as you were annoyed at making me watch, making you watch Firefly because you hate Joss Whedon, like, I feel like we're going to have issues <laughs> after this. Like, Alright, I- just to be fair though, I was... I was not that you're not, but I was. I think I was pretty fair with Firefly. You were. You gave it. A fair I was shake. pretty open-minded. I gave it. I gave it a fair shake. And I'm doing the same. And I didn't completely hate it. 
No. I'll, I'll throw that. I did not completely hate it. No, you did not. You weren't a massive fanboy for it, but you did not completely hate it, which, you know, I will give you that. But to echo your mm-hmm. sentiment, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people might like Firefly for sentimental, nostalgic reasons, as opposed to it actually being as good as some people think they think it is. Now, again, not that it's not good. This is true. You know, there might definitely be nostalgia because <laughs> there was a whole bunch of stuff around Firefly. I'm not one of those people, though, yeah, because yeah. I watched it after it was cancelled, long after it was cancelled. And even at that, I watched the movie first. I didn't watch mm-hmm. the show first, even. Um, so, like, I'm definitely not one that watches that with nostalgia. But, like, I'm going to give Dragon Ball Z a fair shake. I'm going to give it a fair chance. I'm going to watch the whole first season, at least, and go through it with you. And I'm willing to watch more. Okay. After watching the first season, I I do have a thing of like like Dragon Ball's literally on Hulu. I may go and try and binge through that just to kind of get some backstory on stuff. Yeah. Cause do I, that. Yeah. Cause do I that. Feel like I'm missing a whole bunch of story. I I mean, as you go further in Dragon Ball Z, I I don't think there's there's a there's callbacks to Dragon Ball, but they're explained in Dragon Ball Z. So like, I don't really. Yeah. I mean, there's a guy called Mister Satan. He's a wrestler. Um, they call him Hercules in the show. He's he was a pretty big character in Dragon Ball Z, but again, it explains it in Dragon Ball Z the show. So I don't really okay. Maybe I mean, I if you need... want to, definitely do it. But yeah, maybe I just need to keep giving it some time. And I'll explain more of the stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I just I feel like how are you going to go back and explain all this stuff when we've got this whole new world of explanation because like we learn where Goku comes from and all that, and it's like it feels like yeah. there's a lot of exposition to come for what's ahead let alone what's been but i'm i'm keeping up with it okay one one gripe that i do have and this is not just with dragon ball z this is with a lot of shows in general that they train to beat this most powerful thing that they've ever faced in their life and they and they beat it and then oh here's an even more powerful kind of the same thing we got to train more to beat this one and then it's just it just keeps going yeah, um, but at the same time, we're kind of used to that with comic books. I mean, like, yeah, it happens. Yeah, I mean, what's what's one of the gripes with the Flash TV show? It's like, how does he beat every villain? Like, I have to run even faster than I ran before, <laughs> and I'm like, literally, you can. At some point, you have to stop. It's going to be impossible yeah. to go faster. Yeah, it's not possible without becoming like a nothing in the universe. You know, uh, Ravenite saying Firefly was only okay to me. I went in knowing it was only one season, so I didn't get all into it. I can understand that not getting invested in it, and I understand. And I completely understand. Like it is, I love Firefly. I understand it can be an overhyped show. Like there's a, there is a rabid fan base around it, and that are all gung ho that it's the best thing ever. And I love Firefly. Don't get me wrong. Like I've got a a, a signed Firefly poster behind mm-hmm. me. And my plan is to get the whole cast to sign it and meet them at cons. I've only yeah. met one so far. <clears throat> Even then, I can't see the whole cast anymore since the passing of um, Ron Glass, R.I.P. to Shepard Book. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> but like, my plan is still to get it signed by all of them. But like, I, I'm aware it's not a perfect show, and I'm aware it's overhyped, but I think a lot of things get like that. There's very few things I think can live up to their hype. Oh, I agree. Yeah, I, yeah, that's you know? a good point. Like Dragon Ball Z, like, I've heard nothing but people talking about how amazing this show is, and I'm like, I, I know going in it was never going to live up to the hype that everyone yeah. was giving it. Because there's the nostalgia goggles of everybody watching it as a child that have grown up with it. 
mixed with the fact of like I'm watching this compared to some other anime and it's like it's definitely very dated in 80s 90s sort of era yeah it's definitely late 80s early 90s but like you can tell like I mean you can yeah. tell watching it like the animation is very much from that era the storytelling is very much from that era so it's like it's again it's like reading a comic book or watching a tv show from back then yeah you you have to take it for what it was you have to take it for the time era that came in mm-hmm. you know it's not going to compete with like the animation of that's never going to compete with the animation of like modern ones like no i've seen way. like i've seen clips of like attack on titan and my hero academia and these modern anime and they look great Mm-hmm. it's never going to compete with that because you can't you can't compete that animation style that's com- that, you know that's like taking someone who's like you know draws something that's like really like slick like Jim Lee and comparing it to someone who like who initially drew Marvel like Jack Kirby they're both great artists in their own right yeah but things have changed a lot in the last 60-70 years of comic books yeah. you know yeah 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 there's a lot more nuance in art now than there was back then like in comics, I think at least. Um, but yeah, I think you would like Attack on Titan. Uh, it's it's a really cool show. I think I've seen the first and second season. I think Joy and I own those. It's a it's a really cool show though. Yeah, I mean I've seen it a doesn't lot of stuff. drag. I mean it seems like a really cool show. Like people living within a city and these big massive Titan monsters like coming around and like like we talked about earlier, like with the mm-hmm. Godzilla and stuff. Like I'm I'm a big fan of like kaiju and monster stuff. I'm I'm yeah. definitely down for that. I think you know Jeff japan does that well probably does it better than anyone mm-hmm. you know it's like doing the kaiju stuff so like i'm it's a variation of that and a new story yeah. so like i'm definitely down for that and like i definitely want to check out my hero academia as well just because it is a superhero thing i gravitate to superhero stuff obviously being a comic book fan so like i'm i'm all for that yeah and um, but like i think dragon ball was definitely the starting point yeah i get i get your i get your feedback on dragon ball z though i i totally 100 percent think that like maybe think- maybe a good portion of the drive for fandom behind that is nostalgia just because uh, you know honestly speaking from an american standpoint that was legit one of the first ever animes that were was a serialized anime that we were able to watch on tv oh yeah i mean like that's that's what that and pokemon whole- i never watched pokemon but i mean See that's, the difference. see that's the difference i grew up on that i grew up watching like pokemon and digimon and stuff like that yeah. and it's like i grew up watching that stuff and never watched dragon Ball Z, but i'm fully aware it was one of the things that ushered in like the anime era in the west and mm-hmm. brought that storytelling that had never really been done over here not to a great extent yeah i mean because if we wanted to watch anime we had to go to like the mall and go to the video store and buy a movie yeah, of to... which we had nothing like it could be something absolutely horrible <laughs> Or it could be just, you know, awesome. And you just, you didn't know without, you could look at the cover, read the synopsis. Oh, this looks cool. Let me, I'll, I'll go ahead and get this. You know? Yeah. And Ravenite saying as well, like, love Pokemon, never watched Dragon Ball. Like, yeah, I grew up on Pokemon. Dragon Ball was just never something I watched. I was aware <laughs> of it. Like, people would talk about yeah. it sometimes, but like, it was never something I got into. And yeah. Ravenite, if you don't know, that's what we're doing. Like, Nitro's got like all the Dragon Ball Z series on Blu ray, and he's given me um, season one to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to like watch through season one and probably one of our January shows we'll do a review on it like and I'll do a like his perspective of having grown up with it versus my perspective of like coming into it like I'm only yeah. 10 episodes in like disc one 
So and uh, I'll I'll watch it again too. So I have uh, it'll be like refreshed in my brain. Yeah, and like I'm willing to give it a fair shot. I'm willing to go to the end of season one at least and discuss it. And like, because I feel like that's the same. Like, if you want to fully judge a show, give it a season at least. Yeah, to yeah. Make you because like you need to give the story time to build. You need to give yep. it. Especially Dragon Ball Z because it drags. <laughs> yeah, it drags, and I'm like, <laughs> Gohan is like the most annoying thing in the world. Oh, he is completely 100 percent agree <sighs> for like five episodes and i'm like would something <laughs> eat him already once he gets to be like a teenager like it's it's a lot it's a lot better like, he has the potential to be the most powerful of all of us and i'm like i'm not going to let him live that long <laughs> i will seriously. murder seriously and i'm like it's nuts and i'm like it's like you better have be like the biggest payoff in show history yeah to be worth oh, me watching you <laughs> so the age-old question is who's the strongest person on that show like that's the main question that like begs to be answered throughout the entire series Superman. and sometimes you're like it's gohan sometimes it's goku sometimes it's not yeah because uh, that's a whole thing the whole thing for it into it is like goku like keeps getting stronger and stronger yeah like he, he powers up and then he goes like super saiyan and then super saiyan level two and level three mm-hmm. and level four and the hair keeps getting bigger and longer and glowier at every level but <laughs> what color hair have we not done <laughs> blue ah let's do that yeah i'm like you keep powering up and i'm like okay there's got to be a point where he stops or it's like he just there's gonna be a part where he loses all his hair <laughs> it just falls off and it's like and all the fact of like that it's like that it's like yes we're going to stop here that's a perfect spot for dragon ball z dragon ball gt I know. I, know. I haven't seen any of that, honestly. Dragon Ball Z. Because like, what is it now? We're on like Dragon Ball Super or something. It's like the fourth show in it, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't seen that either. I'm like, okay, yeah. It's, I like, I, I can already tell. Like, I'm not going to be a massive fan of this. Like, if there's a payoff for it, for all this stuff, fantastic. And I'm definitely going to give it its fair shout. Yeah. This is definitely not my. This is definitely not breaking my top kind of like anime shows. Like like I said, yeah, my yeah. favorite anime probably to this date is Death Note. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I love the psychology in it and I love the juxtaposition of it. Light is such an amazing character to follow and study. Mm-hmm. And what he terms of what he does. And it's like, and I love that elements of stuff. And like, even like I said, I'm a fan of Bleach. I love action shows. I love storytelling. I love all of that. Yeah. And... So it's it's definitely something that could be up my alley. So I'm going to give it a fair shake at least. Cool. Um. But yeah, since we've got some people in chat anyway, and just yeah. speaking of our upcoming schedule, and uh, for anyone who wasn't here next week, we're going to be delving into our next indie comic book club, looking at Claws, and the story of how Santa began, a kind of gritty telling of Santa Claus from Grant Morrison and Dan Mora. Um, artwork is absolutely beautiful i mean look at that yeah that's so cool that's so awesome santa claus has a wolf sidekick and a sword yeah all i'm saying and he will murder you in your sleep if you're bad yeah so we're going to be delving into that and we're finishing those up reading it this week and we'll be talking about it next week and the following week after that in two weeks time we are probably going to do a game day hopefully we're going to get a good few people in chat and we can do a community game day if not the two of us will probably just do some gaming we can do that. just to do a hangout because it's like the last Sunday before Christmas I don't want to delve into anything too deep I want to relax before yeah. the holidays and then we'll be off um, for Christmas and New Year let me double check the date we're back just to... so yeah so we'll be off the 27th and off the 3rd 
and then we should be back on the 10th mm -hmm. and for the 10th we are going to be uh what have we got coming up on the 10th on the 17th i think it's on the no it's later on that month sorry so on the 24th sorry i'm thinking of my days mixed up because i was going to do indie comic book club in january but the next one's going to be february mm. Um, but on the 24th of January, we are going to have a special guest on the show as well, um, Brainy Pixel, um, a kind of Christian community that does like comics and TV shows and different things and animation and all that have asked about if they could connect with us. And I'm like, yeah, sure, we can come on the show because I've got um, some Christian comics to check out. Um, I got some previews of the stuff. I had a little look at some of it and some of it looks intriguing. Um so we're going to be bringing on the uh, the main person from brainy pixel in to talk with us and kind of like go into that we're definitely going to be talking about the comics and um, because i think the concepts look really interesting mm -hmm. um, and then we'll probably delve into some of the other stuff they've got going on just give them a chance to talk about that um, and i don't know if we're going to do it in january but we also have mercy way studios who we're looking to for us to kind of like look review some stuff and talk to them they're doing a uh, retelling of different bible stories and stuff and we got some artwork from their story of david and goliath which artwork was just stellar it was beautiful yeah. um so i'm so i think we're going to try and get them january as well if oh, probably Sweet. february um, and and i know we haven't uh, we haven't ironed out the details but we will at some point be adding at least once a month an art stream it, yeah it will it's not going to be on Sundays, I don't obviously, but um, maybe yeah, on like so, a Saturday afternoon. So it's going to be our okay. second official like show that's going to officially be happening. Like we, while I was away in Nitro, done some art streams to see how they went, and honestly, he got amazing reaction from them. Mm -hmm. um, it was a ton of fun, man. So like he's going to be doing some more art streams. We're going to set up a time at least. I don't know if it's going to be a specific evening or whatever that you're doing, mm -hmm. um, but we're going to iron out the details and at least once a month, maybe you know every second week or something, just do a little bit of art, even for an hour or two. Yeah. And um, so we're going to work that out and start putting that out as well. And also for anyone who did miss our guest who was on earlier, Doctor Baron Bell, a legend who's been on the show at least three times now. Super super good friend of the stream. Um, he has wrote an amazing book called The Minion Follow the House of Saul and I'm going to show off here this is uh, the first issue that I got chapter 1 this is a special collector's edition and it comes signed by him it's got a few extras and stuff in it um, so chapter 2 of that is going to be dropping you can um, find it on the link there at Terminus Media at the shop that's the company that's printing it um, or also go to their Indiegogo page, the link's there for that as well. If you support the book, there's a lot of things to get, whether it's um, getting single issues of it, there's a beautiful hardcover that's available, there's other merchandise with um, term, uh, with Dominion stuff on it. Um, go and check that out and definitely support. And we're going to talk to Dr. Bell and we're going to be doing a little bit of a giveaway. And we're going to see if we can get a collect the special collectors of chapter one and chapter two signed by him or the hardcover of it whichever option we want to go for yeah um, and give that away to someone in the comic com uh, the comic clan part of the comics in the cross community Um, got a few people i think be interested in it it's definitely worth checking out so and um, we'll post some more stuff on our social media about that also go give sorry spelling is not my strong suit <laughs> here this is why i put everything on buttons 
uh, go and follow Dr. Bell and Dominion Comic on social media to keep up to date with it. Follow the Instagram 100% and the YouTube if you want to see like time-lapse videos of his art, some of his sketches, different stuff he's done for the book. I mean, the art's beautiful. Let me throw this up here. I mean, look at the art for that. That's yeah. That's the cover for chapter two, and it just it looks stunning. It really does. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, I think that's really us for today. It's a short hangout stream, get back in the swing of things. We were just kind of hanging out and talking. Unless anyone that's in chat has got questions or anyone wants to talk about anything. or I feel we, we should address the uh, the subs thing. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was holding off on that because I kind of wanted to see if Locke showed up. Yeah. To apologize. So uh, two weeks ago, our little bar here at the bottom hit 15. We flipped out because like, we got 15 subs to the channel. It means we can unlock our second emote, our Stan Lee emote, based on our Super Stan head. Because he is, when you become a sub, you become part of the Stan clan. Um, I think I've still got to hear, yeah, the emotes. So, like, the hype and the power are current emotes, and then the Stan Lee head was going to be the secondary emote. You need 15 subs to get that, and we thought we hit it. What didn't happen was this bar didn't update from the week before, so we actually What's dropped four subs as subs ran out. So we are only at 11 subs. We are not at 15. <coughs> if you want to sub to the channel or gift any subs to help us reach that goal, we greatly appreciate it. Obviously, yeah. it's not a mandatory thing, but any money goes to no. helping the channel continue and just be able to do some more stuff. Um, and also, it's going to help us get our second emote, which we're excited for. If you want to also support, you can go check out our Patreon. Support us for as low as $2 a month. Again, not a mandatory thing, but obviously the more money we get the more stuff we can do on the channel yeah um, or at least do sooner we don't have to save up quite as much and um, if you want to also follow us on social media you can go and hit us up on there or check out our youtube so that we can um, if you want to check out any of our previous shows or nitro's art streams that he did for the last uh, month or so they're all um held in archives in our youtube also as well, special shout out to anyone that missed it at the start. We have a Teespring store with stuff up there where you can go and buy Comics in the Cross merchandise. Also, we have a new link there for an Etsy store for Nitro. He is 1UP Customs. You'll see the logo popping up um, down the bottom of the page there. There it is, popping up right on time. Um, also, if you go under our About Us section, there's also a link there with the 1UP Customs. That's his Etsy store where he does um, artwork, uh, stickers and most recently he's been painting a lot of geeky style sneakers i think we've done like a speaking of dragon ball he done like a dragon ball themed one yeah he done a, um, a among us themed one which was beautiful work a lot of work went into that one yeah um, thanks, and i think you've done stuff for your kids like spider-man and hulk and you've got some new ones that you're working on yeah so you can click on the link go and check those out support nitro and his amazing artwork his art is phenomenal the guy deserves thanks, support man. Really um, and also it. as well if you're looking for geeky gifts for people there's some nice little things to throw in there you know throw in some stickers some artwork or if you want to blow it and get them a nice pair of sneakers go for it you know <laughs> go for it and um, if you want to continue the conversation as well let me throw that up there our discord you can join us over there and um, but thank you to everyone who's supported us like through the last yeah. month as we've done the it's art streams so cool. and the gaming streams and done a lot of different stuff it's <clears throat> 
I can't believe it. You realize we're closing in in a year doing this. Like we're going into twenty twenty one. We started this back in March. We started in March. We started right before the crap hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like there was a quarantine thing happening, and it was like, yeah, we could do this. This could be a good time to do it. Yeah, and, like, and it just never stopped. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> We've never done this outside of COVID. <laughs> yeah, literally, COVID was what started us doing this. So that's nuts. I never even thought about that. Yeah, like literally, that because like, hey, people were stuck at home. They need something to watch, something to listen to, something to do. Like, yeah. why not us? Go yeah. watch us. We're fun. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, this has just been a hangout stream today. This has just been a, you know, five weeks in. We had Dr. Bell coming on, which he wasn't originally planned to be on this week. And then, I'll be honest, I should have been on top of booking him a lot sooner to come in December. It was something I planned to do, but, you know, with a new baby coming, it kind of stops you thinking about and planning other stuff. Um, and obviously, I'm still very tired and still very drained because I've <laughs> my wife's been locked away with the baby for the last few weeks so i've been running around after two toddlers trying to keep them from killing themselves which is a lot harder than i thought it would be <laughs> they like that's their main mission in life when they're under four is like i'm gonna try to hurt myself as bad as possible yeah that's a is this a high thing can i claim it yeah come down okay jump <clears throat> it's like that's that that is their goal in life like it's kind of like a thing, you know, like we're animals, like, you know, they've got predators to worry about. Humans don't really have predators to worry about. Just the kids are themselves. just almost like suicidal, practically. Like, the stuff like legit, do legit borderline, stuff. the kids are pseudo suicidal. Yeah, like, the like stuff they're born they that do, way. And I'm like, really? I'm like, I know you've not been taught not to do this, but like, wow. Like, Dude, wow. I remember I was, I was upstairs and we have really steep stairs. And my son, who's two years old, was at the end of the hall. <laughs> And I was going down the steps, and he just full speed runs right <laughs> off the top step. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> if I wasn't there, you'd be dead. That's how, that's how you find how good a father you are. It's like, can oh I God. make it from the bottom of the staircase <laughs> to the top of the staircase <laughs> in one move before he hits something? Yeah. Like, I'm like, it. dude, you cannot do that. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's I been... miss this, man. I miss this banter back and forth. <clears throat> yeah, so it's good to have you back, bro. So this has just been a thank you, man. It's honestly good to be back. I've honestly missed chatting with you. I've missed the comic clan again to chat with everyone here, and it's fun to be back. And you know, this was just a nice little easing it back in. Like we didn't have yeah. a massive amount of news to talk about. We kind of mentioned some casting, some stuff like that, but we didn't have a lot. So we still got it, though. We still got it. Yeah, still got it, man. We can so... still talk about nothing. Yeah, still talk <laughs> about nothing hour. for two hours straight. <laughs> Can you talk really about nothing for two hours straight? You can have a podcast all of your yeah, own. Pretty much. Yeah. But honestly, this has been a blast being back. I've, I've, yeah. I've missed this. I've missed streaming. I've missed doing the podcast. And I, I keep wanting to do it. And it's like I've not been at work and stuff. So I've, like, I've not been streaming. But I kind of honestly want to do some game streaming as well whenever I get a chance at night and yeah. delve a little bit more into that. I, I, I'll be honest. I've been playing the crap out of Assassin's Creed Origins. Ooh. I picked it up for PC for like twenty bucks, like not that long ago, and yeah, it's it's been such a good game, and I, I so want to delve do it on stream. I'm just I'm very hesitant because I try to keep us family friendly, and I know there's not family friendly stuff in it. Yeah, like not even like the violence and like the killing, but literally like there's nudity and there's swearing and there's it's like it's full blown. But at the same time, I'm like I I don't want to play anything else right now. I'm having so much yeah. fun with it. I, I'm a big Assassin's Creed mark. I love the Assassin's Creed games and stuff. Um, I really want to play Valhalla so badly. Dude, that looks Do not awesome. Have the money for it. I'm like, I get to be an assassin and a Viking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. Dude, Cyberpunk comes out 
in like a couple days. That looks awesome. Yeah, it's finally releasing. I know. How long has that been pushed back now? Like that's been, they've been talking like about that for multiple ever, times. It feels like, but it's finally dropping, and it does look great. I'm like, I don't even I'm know so that broke. much about the gameplay or anything like that. I just do all the trailers and the images I've seen. I'm like, that looks cool. And I'm oh, like, Keanu Reeves. Yes, yes, yeah. please. I'm like, yeah, that looks so cool, and it's like, something just fell. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah, they push it at least two like, or three times. What's the gameplay like? No freaking idea. I have no idea what any yeah, of that stuff is. Basically, an open world sandbox like Grand Theft Auto, but it's set in like 2077 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, like I'm I'm down for that. That sounds awesome. It looks awesome. I'm up for at least checking that out. But let me. Yeah, man, this has been fun though. It's been good to be back, and we actually made it to about an hour and a half. I'm not going to lie, that's kind of better than I thought we were going to do. Yeah, I know. I worried about like that when Dr. Bell was like heading off. I'm like, are we going to have anything to talk about? Because we don't really have any news How are we going to fill the time? Yeah. And like, apparently, like you know, we just ramble and people that's show up. That's just what we do, man. That's what we do, Cross. We we're really good at people that. People show up and it works. Let me have a look then at Twitch. I want to drop someone a raid. Let's see who we've got online. I'm looking for people. Go ahead, entertain the people. Go on, Nitro. Dude, somebody raided us when you were gone. I forgot who it was, but oh yeah, we dropped like ten people into our chat, and I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I seen it. We I don't have it. a. I don't have a hat or a video or music to play. I know. Thank we you. need. We need something. Like we've been raided like three times <laughs> since March. Like that's literally all we've done is like had is like three raids. We we don't get raided often enough where it's like we need to do something fancy for a raid yet. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm never going to get over Gid Kid Dad and his one. Like, he literally sings the Witcher song with some lyrics changed. Yeah, it's awesome. According to your streamer, and I'm like... I forgot, somebody else, I don't know if it was... Was it Bob the Racer? I don't know. It might have been, but somebody had, like, a... Like, one of those, like, huge... Um, what do you call it? Those swords. Claymores. Like, they have a huge Claymore sword. And I'm like, holy mother. And they pulled it out, and they, they were singing a song or something like that. Oh, yeah. Who was that? Yeah, that's, I forgot who that that's was. Gid Kid Dad. Oh, okay. That's a that's toss that. a coin to oh. your streamer. We're holding a sword, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, there we go." Let's see if frostbites. He's about two hours in. Oh, I've got a commercial. Let me just make sure he's like not. I was like to check and make sure that like who I'm about to read isn't like about to go offline. So it's like raid, and they're gone. Yeah. Um, but let's do totally, frostbite. Totally really cool. Frostbite four. He's an awesome guy. So I'm. And he's playing some Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well. Perfect. Nice. So if you're still in chat and you're still hanging out with us, first of all, thank you. You're awesome. We've literally been talking about nothing but crap for literally pretty much. So like, thank you that you've hung around and talked with us. Yeah, he's still doing stuff. So let's go ahead and drop some love to him. And we, of course, are going to be back next week, as I said, in the comic book club at 2 o'clock next Sunday. Make sure you come and join us. Follow us on social media to keep up with everything. And we will see you all then. But have an amazing day and excelsior. See you guys.